Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, friends. Just to let you know that this episode, uh, in this one, we talk about BDSM, kink, and we also have some sexy sexual references in there. So just be aware of that one um, when you're listening to this episode. Thank you. We would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Yagara peoples as the traditional owners of these lands where we now stand, recognizing that these have always been places of meeting and sharing. We'd also like to pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. <laughs> oh my lord, what is this? We have a me in. It's me. I'm back from the Maldives. It was such a great time. That is the worst way to say Maldives ever. Maldives? Maldives. Is it Maldives? It's Maldives. Oh. I'm back from the Maldives. <laughs> um, I had a really great time. I did a lot of gay shit. Um <laughs> I'm glad I'm You know, uh, out here repping the we'll, brand. We'll do an explanation that is not bald face lies <laughs> as to why I wasn't here. But the important thing is that I'm back. I'm fine. You're looking stunning today, as always. Um, Talia's looking stunning today. She did her hair up for her 21st. I, yeah, I got I got a, a haircut. And it's like um, platinum beans. silver. We'll do a photo. We'll put it on beans. the socials. Yeah, apparently this is the best colour I've ever had. It truly um, is. Thank you. Thank like, you. Talia um, always looks banging. We should always we should have a, a Talia's hair throughout the ages when I get to like yeah, 25 or something. Yeah, we absolutely should. Beck and I were literally saying like, Talia always looks looks fantastic thank you thank you thank you my general rule is if you leave the house and you don't want your ex to see you you shouldn't be wearing what you're wearing um that's actually (laughs) which is that's actually quite poignant um, which is just how i kind of live my life now proverb um joining us today Oh, I'm, uh, so I'm going to do it because I haven't been here for a while. Yeah, so um, Meg, I'm currently the uh, the second-hand dulcet The second-hand dulcet tones. I, I figured I'd, I'd give Megan the reins I today. I haven't introduced anybody. I'm Megan. Nice to meet you. Uh, and I'm joined by my dulcet tones, uh, Talia. Hi. Also, welcome to General Queries. Um, welcome to General Queries. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> Continue, Megan. And joining <laughs> us today is our MVP, Graham. Graham reached out to us over the socials in my little my little guest call out. So That's welcome. Thank you. You're our first, well, you're my first guest that we don't actually know like, oh, yes. personally. So <laughs> this is going to be fun. Welcome. Indeed. Thank you. How are you? Oh, living the dream. Uh, keeping busy with the theatre and, and the work and... So yeah, what are we what are we doing here? Just having a chat, having a kiki. Now, I really wanted to talk about um, corporate life in Brisbane for the LGBT plus folk. Um, you actually came to us with like some really really notes? good suggestions. Oh my god! Yeah, I was a scout. I'm always prepared. <laughs> you are so prepared. Um, yeah, no, I really wanted to talk about workplace 
diversity and inclusion, um, and then talk about some of the social clubs uh, available for the queer folk around Brisbane. Um, um, yeah, can we get a little elevator pitch on like who you are? Give us that. Oh, yep, for sure. Who is she? So, who, who is she? <laughs> how is she though? Um, so I'm a 30-something boy living up in North, North Brisbane, um, born and raised on the north side, um, worked in hospitality for 15, oh, 11 years before I jumped into the corporate life in Brisbane. So, how, how are you? Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm much better now. Uh, but working in hospitality took me to Uluru. So I worked out at The Rock for two years. Oh, wow. And that was like oh living on another planet. It is such an amazing place. Yeah. Uh, after that, I worked in the Sundays for a while and Ooh. came back to Brisbane. Um, so, yeah, born and raised... Um, Currently working for a really massive Australian company in Brisbane. Um, I do service management, so I still have that like customer service <laughs> ingrained <laughs> from the years of hospitality. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yes, I will guillotine myself because you asked to speak to my manager. Continue. Yes. Hi, how are you going today? Oh, abs- oh, I'm so sorry about that experience. <laughs> so there is no need to swear at me. However. <laughs> That's my customer service voice, y'all. Oh, yes. <laughs> and about my queerness. So I am a cis male homosexual. <gasps> the yes. homosexual. Pronouns he, him, his. Yes. Um, what else? I'm trying to. Th- just a garden variety homosexual, yeah, a, I guess. Just a garden variety. Yeah. And I think I'm like one of the plainest ones that's been on the podcast so far. There is no such thing as a bland yeah. queer. Exactly. Oh, because you keep calling yourself a garden variety queer. I absolutely yeah. keep calling like myself a garden variety queer. queer. Original recipe queer. Original yeah. recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Like a chicken recipe, chicken like a KFC. Tonight, you turn up to a KFC and they're like, "Hi, how do you want your identity to be?" And you'd be like, "I just want like well, original, original recipe, recipe. <laughs> like no MSG." What is that? No what MSG. is that mysterious blend of eleven herbs and spices? Mm. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I I want to hear more about. Um, so, yeah, so we were talking yeah, a little bit before I, the recording about like you, you came to us with like all these notes. You were like, I really want to talk about these things. And, yeah. Oh my God, I was really excited you were to very actually prepared. like very so prepared. prepared. And there were really good topics too. But the one I'm really interested in is Briz Bears. And yes. also that piqued Megan's interest like yeah. five seconds ago. <laughs> I actually um, don't know what Briz Bears is. So I am in the same boat as you, my listeners. We yeah. are going to take this journey together. So Briz Bears is a social club that meets at spring uh, at spring hill at the sportsman hotel once a month uh it's a social club for men who identify as bears and all the other <laughs> sub sets of bears so, so can you explain to us like what a bear is a bear is typically a large hirsute man and <laughs> i love that word Continue. i love the name hirsute yes, yes. And they uh, typically have a full bushy beard, bit of a beer belly. They'd be thick. Yep, thick. <laughs> thick as. A little bit like our podfathers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, just, just for everyone out there who can't see what Zane did, he just kind of like he nodded and was like, like, yeah, all right. He was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Literal the physically embodiment of like, meh. <laughs> yeah. And it's also for people who like bears um and uh, the club's really great because they 
are very inclusive. They won't discriminate if you don't fit this mm. bear category. Oh, wholesome. Um, and they're very big on body positivity. So <laughs> because the bears are typically larger, chunky yet funky fellows, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they do embrace all shapes and sizes. Like that. Yep. Um, they, so each month they have a pub night at mm. Sporties and there's usually a, a theme or it can just be just a general den night. Mm. Some of the themes that they've had in the past, um, like Lumberjack or... Yes, I love the Lumberjack yeah, aesthetic. They do like a black theme um, and once or twice a year they'll have an underbear party. So Explain. Yes. Uh, so underbear is an event where... Upon entry, you have to strip down to your undies <laughs> and spend the whole night dancing with beautiful men. That Look, that like does time. That, yeah, that sounds fun. like it sounds like you know, like if hell were to like be a conspiracy. <laughs> so, like you know how it's like, oh, there's like a place for me in hell. It's like the throne, and like you go down to hell, and the devil's like, look. What this actually is is y'all are gonna strip down to your underwear and you're gonna just dance with beautiful men and that's your eternity. Yeah, that's like, your eternity. It's like it's like look, there's this whole thing about fire and brimstone. That's just an image we're just really trying to like yeah, bring it's just down. Sandalwood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you have that image in your head right now? Like, the devil yeah. just kind of goes, "Look, it's actually this." And it's like- a bad old brand that we had. We're currently in the middle of rebranding. <laughs> um, it's all just an underbears party. Yeah. What's what's the first um, like your first meeting like? Like, do you just walk in and you get like a name tag that says "Hello, my name is Hello, my name is Bear." <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they have a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, they and they have memberships. So you jump on their website, pay the annual membership, and then you're a member of the club because it's an incorporated club. So oh, yeah. cool. they have cool. members. They have a president, secretary. That's awesome. Treasure, yeah. Yeah. all of the fun stuff. So yeah. Once you pay membership, you get discounted entry to all the events and yeah. they do members' offers as well through the year. Like mm. There's a few um, partnerships with different mm. businesses around Brisbane mm. and Australia, so you get discounts through that as well. Um, That's awesome. And they also, yeah, it's amazing. And they also host um, Northern Exposure once a year. So mm. it's kind of a f- – I use the term festival loosely. Yeah. But um, it's uh, – whole series of events that celebrate the bears and last year it was all tradie themed so the underbear tra- yeah so the <laughs> underbear dance party was like under construction um had a few guys rocking around in the tradie underwear and the hard hats yeah it was <laughs> That's good fun adorable yeah. so the northern exposure usually runs every october for about a week mm. and we see guys fly in from all over Australia, and That's we've so last beautiful. yeah last year we had some fellas that come from Auckland as well. Oh my yeah. god! So there's there's actually um, a Bears club in Sydney and Melbourne and Perth that I know of, as well as Auckland. Yeah. So all of the Auckland, Auckland, like New Zealand, Auckland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love this. If it's you are listening and you're a bear, like absolutely join. This sounds very wholesome. Yeah, no, it's good fun. Um, and it's a good way to meet other folk. Um, and especially I f- the first time I went to Briz Bears was an underbear event. Mm. And I was packing it because I'm like, oh, I'm like this chunky fella who's yeah. going to have to 
spend the night dancing around in my jocks. That's immediately what I was thinking as well because it's like I would be super uncomfortable. I mean, like in like a reverse situation, I would be incredibly uncomfortable. Um, But what was it like? It was great. So – I was double fisting scotch and cokes the most of the night. Absolutely. Classic. <laughs> but um once I got Whoa, there and you realize that everyone else is probably feeling exactly the same way. Yeah. You just let it go and have an amazing night. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there like any sort of like pressure to like is it like a requirement of entry or like is it kind of just like okay yeah Yeah. cool okay well if you're not comfortable with that just don't go to the underbears event i think it's a really nice event though like it's really beautiful yeah to just kind of turn up and be like also guys we're gonna celebrate body positivity everyone basically get in your undies and it doesn't seem like i don't know to me it doesn't seem like a Oh, like it's sexy, like stripped down to your undies. You know how like some clubs are like, um, like uh, d- the name of the club is, uh, are kind of like, you know, the name of this particular club is Redacted Talia. <laughs> Talia said the name of the club and I was like, no, <laughs> um, the name of the club is Redacted. Uh, but there are like events that are like, you know, wet t-shirt, like stripping. Mm. And it's kind of like, it's very sexually charged and it's very like intense. And if that's your thing, like absolutely like go for it. Um, but it, it doesn't it, seem yeah. like, you know, a, a super sexually charged thing. Like it seems like a really nice Kind of bonding yeah. body positivity thing is that um, that like accurate to say? Yeah, um, but anytime you have that many gay men in one, I mean, it's space. also sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it it's doesn't not, seem to me as like that's the only focus. Yeah, it's not yeah. to objectify everyone. Yeah, it's just super fun. Yeah. No, that's that's kind of what I meant. But yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Good. We're on the same page. We made it. We made it. Um, <laughs> can I just jump back a little bit? Um, can you define the difference between a pup and a bear? Okay. <laughs> so Sorry, I just Sorry. had to, yeah. I had no, to I love jump it. there. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> because like we kind of – you mentioned pups and then we just kind yeah. of moved on and I was like, mm, maybe we should go back. Uh, so pups are more a part of the – kink and BDSM scene. Mm. So um, human pup play is where um, typically a a submissive person would take the characteristics of a puppy Mm -hmm. and they have full puppy masks as well and like little paws and they would have a handler and the handler would um, kind of – it plays into that dog and owner Mm -hmm. relationship and that dynamic. Um, There is a – a, they call it, they're called QPA, so Queensland Pups and Handlers. That's another club oh, in Brisbane. Oh, awesome. So there's like an actual club for that. Yeah. That's amazing. So it, um, I've, they've kind of stemmed from Bootco. So Bootco is another club yeah. in Brisbane and it is our primary um, kink, denim and leather club. So Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they um, meet at Sportsman's once a month as well. So they're the first Saturday of every month. Nice. And then Brisbane's is the third Saturday third of each Saturday. month. Oh, nice. And don't get them confused, guys. If you're not no. into kink, don't get them confused. <laughs> but it's they're really um, inclusive as well. Um, and it's beautiful. in that kink scene, you have to mm. um, be very cautious and aware of consent and very much so. Um, mm-hmm. Like you don't enter into any scenes where the other person isn't briefed or you don't mm-hmm. have a 
safe word or mm. um, so those relationships have to be really respectful. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good way to – if you're interested in kink, mm. get along to a, a boot code den night and have a look. Um, mm. The fellas there are always happy to introduce and uh, meet new people that are interested mm. in the club. Mm-hmm. So you don't have yeah. to be a member to for either Bootco or Brisbane's. But yeah, to like we enter, was, yeah. yeah, it's not like no, you're not a member. Yeah. Just like as a like hot little disclaimer as well. Um, if you are interested in like hearing a little bit more, we do have an episode with Zane where we did talk about BDSM and kink as well. So if you want to hear a little bit more about us talking about that, um, and like my understanding because like I'm like I've done a lot of research into BDSM and kink, and like that's kind of my field if we have like two different fields Tali is much better with like queer education I'm a lot better with like the BDSM if that's like accurate yeah. to say yeah um we yeah. have we have we have monthly meetings um just to give you an insight into the podcast we have like, uh, ooh, monthly the meetings. bowels of the podcast the bowels of the podcast um and at the last meeting Megan was like hey so we've done a lot of really good like identity education stuff can we start, start talking about um like queer sex and stuff like that and I was like ah yeah I mean like yeah, that's something you're interested in so like go go for it um it just yeah. I don't feel that that's my area of expertise as someone who kind of deals really heavily in identity politics so yeah it's coming it's just not it's good to have we like, balance each other we balance out. each other out the yin so, to my yang, yeah will. exactly but like my understanding of pup play um is that and just kink in general is that you don't need to be engaged in a sexual relationship like i have seen a lot of um like um, articles and videos where like a pup handler relationship is purely that like pup yep. and handler um, and you don't necessarily have to incorporate the kink into your sex life or have a sex life yep. at all with that person is that like accurate yeah to no say? that's totally accurate there are there are pup and handler relationships where no sex is involved mm. it's purely the relationship and yeah then, yeah it's it's quite powerful um, yeah absolutely it's a very um it's very like unique kind of headspace yeah. that and like and culture that you engage in if you engage in BDSM and kink. Yeah. Um, yeah it was so, so cool. They had their own, the pups had their own float in the Mardi Gras this year. <gasps> no! Yes. And I think it had, it, it had a Star Wars theme. I can't remember what That's the. adorable. Yeah. So <laughs> seeing all these pups march with lightsabers was pretty cool. That's really cute. <laughs> I love that. I had a question, immediately forgot like it. I always do this. Sorry, Zane. Uh, yes, continue. Um, thanks, Zane. Love you. Um, <laughs> so, so is Buko um, and like all the the pup nights and stuff like that, are they only for gay men or are they open to like everyone? What's um, – So, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's basically men only. Um, mm-hmm. and Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are other kink clubs in Brisbane that are all sexes. So mm. Hellfire is another one, and they meet at the, at Sporties as well. Nice. Um, but we Sporties seems to be the spot. Well, Where is yeah. Sporties? So Can Sporties I is on Leichhardt. Leichhardt Road. Yeah. Leichhardt Street. I think. Leichhardt yeah. Street. One yeah. of them. Um, it's up in Spring Hill, and it's the oh. only gay-owned and operated venue in Brisbane now. Damn. After, yeah, like a, like after, a, after the owner of the beat passed away. Yes, yeah, so, and Wickham's now run by – Wickham is run by straight people, yeah, I believe. Yeah, like ALH. Yeah. So it's, I think it's – I won't say any more about the brand. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I just believe it is not the gay spot that it yeah. was in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So yeah. Um, 
all of the staff at Sporties are gay um, and they really support the community, which is why they let all of these social clubs use the venue. That's Um, beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Should get along. The drag queens there are very Do they have drag queen nights? Yeah. Yeah. They have karaoke twice a week as well. (gasps) It's the the gayest karaoke I am a big fan of karaoke. I love it. Yeah. It's my shit. So Wednesday nights (laughs) and Friday nights at Sporties. Thanks, it's a beautiful sporties. time. We're just plugging you guys. Yeah. We're just yeah. plugging sporties. <laughs> We're not sponsored. We just want them to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess like what does it feel like to have a space like that? Well, I when I was growing up on the north side, this was before smartphones. So the, the only like, entrance into the gay community was either Going to clubs, mm. so spent a lot of time at the beat when I was younger, yeah. and dating websites. So before the apps like Grinder and Scruff, Grinder, yep, <laughs> there was Gator and Manhunt and Gay Matchmaker, and Man it was yes. love that yes. Manhunt. Oh, okay, yep. um, so I spent a lot of time trying to reach out to other guys in mm. the community, and. Being that it was quite a new thing being on the internet, mm. it did have its risks. Mm, and um, it took a long time for me to f- find my tribe. And like once I started going to Sporties, because it was a pub that younger people, back then it was seen as like, oh, it's for older fellas, this pub. And like I'd find it completely opposite. Like they are welcoming to all ages so but just because the beat was an actual nightclub yeah it was where all the young people hung out so it, it took me a while to find sporties and when I found it and saw all of the groups that they were supporting it was yeah it was great yeah it's, it's good to have our own space and um like you meet a lot of people from different backgrounds that you would Never have Never done met. so in your in your day to day life. So yeah. it's um it's very powerful in that aspect. Yeah. So Sporties is more of like a bar than an actual club. Yeah, it's a pub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Which is actually kind of nice because yeah. like the beat's lovely, but you're the beats, you're there to dance. The and beat's that's lovely, it. yeah, and you're there to dance and you're there to drink. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I do know a lot of people that are like I don't actually drink and I don't like clubs. So mm-hmm. pubs are a really nice yep. kind of middle ground for that because you don't have to drink. You can go out into like you know a little bit of a quieter area, so yeah. you don't have to be around a whole bunch of people. Like it's a nice middle yep. ground, like a nice good you know inclusive meeting space. Yeah. I feel more so than a club is. And you can. Get meals there as well. So they have a hey. yeah. yeah. Go Do have a gay meals. time. Yep. I will give, I will give one <laughs> I just more. Just dabbed for everybody else. There. <laughs> one one more plug. One more plug for the amazing stuff that Swatties does. So every Friday they host balls out bingo. And what? Yes. Can, we, can, can you explain? <laughs> Please balls explain. Out bingo. So it is bingo, and all the proceeds raised from the bingo night go to Queensland AIDS Council. And it's usually hosted by one of the drag queens, um, Candy Surprise. She's amazing. And Candy Surprise? Yes. I'm sorry. If Candy Surprise is listening, that is the single greatest <laughs> drag name I've ever heard. Second pretty much only to Keish Lorraine. Uh, I think yeah, my favourite my favorite drag name is Karen from Finance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I saw her. They they came down um to the Brisbane Festival last year and they did a show called Yummy and she just. Oh turned, my god. Yeah. Um, I got to see it because was I, it amazing? It was. I didn't get to see so it. So incredible. There was um one Karen of the drag from qu- finance at you. Um, <laughs> there was this one drag queen that just like became a sandwich. And then had this guy pour mayo on her. Y'all, drag is wild. Drag is drag. Drag is is another. If LeBois did more like drag shows, it would at LeBois. At LeBois, could you please do more drag shows? (laughs) At LeBois, please, please do more drag. Um, If if you would like, we love you and your inclusivity. Yes. Um, Yeah. Natalia just wrote drag queens. I just wrote drag queens. Um, No. Drag, drag is such like a, a big, I guess, cultural thing. Um, like within the community, it's just like you know, you so come. It, it's your, it, yeah, yeah, it's something that's important that we can all kind of like mm. get in with. Get in. So and yeah, it's important to support the local queens. Like with the oh, rise in popularity of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, you will find there are super stands that will live and die t- for the show, mm. but have never gone and seen a local drag show. Go and see your local drag yeah. queens. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot Be of- Be kind to drag queens. Yeah. And a lot of like those queens that are just starting out, like drag's expensive. I think oh, people forget that drag is so expensive. If those you'd like wigs. to hear more about new drag, go and listen to the episode with Brandon. You're just doing all of the plugs for <gasps> yeah, all Yeah. Well, like we today. have the content yeah. now. Yeah. If you want to go back yeah, and have a little, have a little listen, cause we do yeah. have new listeners. Yeah, so. That's true. Go back. Um, I'm going to do a complete 180. Yep. Um, but you want to talk about like diversity in the workplace and stuff like that. And I'm really interested to hear in that because like we focused a lot on like diversity in uni spaces, but we yep. haven't talked so much about like about what work. workplace diversity. We have, is we've like. actually had a lot of like uni age people because that's like that's all our friends. So yep. it's nice to be able to talk about the workplace. Yeah, yeah. no, well, happy to speak about it. So um, my current employer has a very um, strong diversity inclusion policy as part of the workplace um, and they have their own like sort of network within the business for LGBT plus people and their <gasps> allies. That's beautiful. Yep. And I remember when I first started with this employer we were doing our orientation and training and we had some members of like the the team, like the the network come in and talk about it and talked about how important and great it was that they had this network within the business. Um, This network was really important to me when the marriage equality debate went through. Yeah, absolutely. And it caused a lot of stir within the business and some of the – because we have like an internal social media network that we use and that's the network that – Mm-hmm. us LGBT plus folk meet on and discuss mm. things and the debate was starting to get really disrespectful and, and yeah. a lot of the employees were feeling vulnerable. Feeling the stress, yep. absolutely. So if I if I try and think about what would have happened if my employer didn't have that network mm. and I know that a lot of people that uh, LGBT plus probably wouldn't have continued employment if they didn't have that support group during that God, time. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Um, but my employer, they're, they're awesome. They are part of um, diversity. Uh, like We've got a national program called Pride and Diversity mm. and they're a founding member. Um, they, this 
Pride and Diversity actually do diversity and inclusion programs and support for other employers who want to introduce that into their workplace culture. So, um, and there are a lot of businesses across Australia that are involved in this program, mm. which is really reassuring because I have worked with employers in the past where this wasn't a thing and homophobia, transphobia kind of does slip through. Yeah. And I have dealt with it personally and it was part one of the reasons why I left one of my old employers. Um, so it's really great to work for an employer who takes that those matters seriously because like we may be a small portion of the population but that doesn't mean we don't deserve to be represented and feel like our employers have our and have our backs. respected yeah. as yeah. well like you know general general human decency general yeah. human decency would be really great yeah of course all the yeah. time are they like really open about the fact that they're part of these programs yeah. or do you have to oh, okay yeah so if you go to the pride and diversity website mm-hmm. it sh- it lists the founding members like these businesses yeah. we'll link it in the show notes yeah. Yeah. um so when like what I'm what I'm really more interested in is like if someone starts a starts a job, um, like do you know if there's like a certain way where people can find out like whether their company is part of this network or? Um, I'm fairly sure there is. I don't know off the top of my head, hmm. but Good. I'll have a look at the website and let you know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, Good. I know we so once a year we also um, do a survey for a, the. Diversity and Inclusion Index, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a national standard for employers. Yeah. And they'll survey their employees and that will give them like a rating of how, how diverse and inclusive it's like they are. like Yelp for the queers. Yeah. I love it. Um, but apart from that, they also have a like employee engagement survey annually yeah. and they do factor in that inclusion clause kind of. Mm-hmm. Like it's um, surveyed broadly. Um, but I think the network the network also meet fortnightly, so we have catch ups and meet other people that are part of the business. Like our business is quite massive, mm. so it's hard to and because we've adopted like a uh, flexi flexible working policy, so mm. a lot of people don't work in the office. Um, so we meet up. They um, support national programs like We're at Purple and um, Ida Hobbit, International Day Against Homophobia, Biophobia, Transphobia. Um, and they also let us support the Brisbane Pride Festival. Yay! So we got to get, um, volunteer and represent our workplace at the Fair Day. And yeah. we've been doing that for about three years now. Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. great because we just give away free stuff all day. That's so cool. That's I yeah. love it. Um, so we're gonna have to wrap up now because like wonderful conversation. Yeah. Time flies. We will one. need to have you back to um, to elaborate yes. on that, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's wonderful to just talk and hear about things because like I think it's kind of outside of our realm range of experience. Of experience. Yeah. yeah. My um, employer's like quite like open about like discussing like yeah. queer like there's a lot of queers at my work, but like there's no like actual Network organized network, yeah. which yeah. is interesting, and it's to really hear about. nice that there's actually something where like people can just go and and, and talk and, and do that, those kind of things. Um, yeah, so um, we always kind of wrap up the show with a little bit of like, if you had some advice for a younger queer person or a younger you, what would you say to them? I would say 
go out and do all the things, try all the things. Um, if you're unsure of where you s- sit or stand in the world, um, the more experience you take in, the more likely you're going to find your your people, your, your tribe. Mm. Yeah. So don't be afraid to reach out and meet other people. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Just, um, it's been lovely to have you. It's yeah, been it's been great. To just hear all of these wonderful, wonderful things. Um, you're a wonderful human being. You have the best smile and the kindest eyes. <laughs> Stop um, it. I mean, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, would you would you like to wrap up with today's validation? <gasps> oh, I get to do you the validation? Do yeah, I mean, you've been away for a while, so oh I want people to, to listen to your dulcet tones. Also, um, uh, I just want to do a little shout out to our, our graphic designer, Nita. Oh, um, Nita. I finally got my radical little bitch sticker. It's on my laptop. It's very important. <laughs> Love You'll it. have had it for a while when by the oh, time yeah. this episode comes out. Yes, but just but letting y'all know. Absolutely beautiful and stunning. It's and there's so a dulcet good. tone sticker. Oh, and that is, it's tone. still on its way to me. But good it. Lord, I love it so much. Continue. Um, well, we love you all. And we want you to listen more. And we thank you for your, for your valuable time. Stay educated and make sure you're looking <laughs> after yourselves. Take your meds. Drink Take your some meds. Water. Drink some water. Uh, make sure you eat some food today um, because that's important that's to do important. that. important. Um, you are always enough. Hey! Thanks, you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.